You are listening to the Star Coach Podcast with Meg Rentschler, episode 74. The HR industry, for instance, great place for coaches to live in because every HR is the decision maker typically for the organization and the organization has leadership teams and management teams that you want to coach. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Meg Rentschler, and am thrilled to be able to offer you another opportunity to explore a strategy around business building this week. Now, we are going to take an interesting focus in understanding that as coaches, many times we also do trainings and help people learn through the expert content that we bring from our experience as coaches, as well as the varied backgrounds that we have coming into the field of coaching. Our guest today is Lisa Patrick, and Lisa is a continuing education expert, a speaker, a mentor. She's a strategist in helping businesses accelerate their growth and accelerating their reach. She's worked with some of the most recognized thought leaders in the world, and it allows her the opportunity to showcase the unique skills she has in being able to see where opportunities are. I spent just 30 minutes with Lisa and could see her wheels turning in our interview outside of the show interview. Lisa is dynamic. She has a whole lot of fun to spend time with, but she can help us understand how to monetize our content, how we bring our content forward in such a way that it meets the needs of our client population. As credentialed coaches, we understand that we have an expectation to fill continuing education credits over a three-year span. Every three years, we have to get continuing education credits. Well, so do other professions. And as Lisa points out, there's a plethora of professions that need continuing education. So she's going to help us zero in on how do we look at the people that know us and like us and trust us, what their needs are, and how we can apply our content to meeting their professional needs so that we're bringing value and increasing our credibility and our reach and our clients are getting that additional value from us in meeting a need that they must meet for their own professions. So Lisa puts this together very nicely for us in her interview. It's intriguing. It got my wheels turning, and I'm sure it will get your wheels turning as well. Now, be sure to listen after the show as we go over some of the content that Lisa will be giving away in some workshops that she has coming up. So let's go to our interview with Lisa Patrick.
Lisa, welcome to the Star Coach Show. It is so good to see you. Hi, Meg. It's so good to see you, too. So Lisa does something that I am so intrigued with and so excited to learn more about, which is I'm actually going to let you describe what you do. Sure. So we work with all kinds of coaches from all over the world. And what we do is we help you position your expertise and your voice to very specific targeted audience who need to learn from you. And so what I mean by that is as a coach, you already recognize the value of continuing coaching education because you have to take X amount of hours. And I believe it's 40 every three years, right, Meg? It certainly is. 24 yes. core competency, 16 resource development. I'm telling exactly. you. Exactly. Yes. And so what happens is, is that not only do you as a coach have to take continuing education, but there's a number of industries that have to take continuing education. And so what myself and my company does is we help you position yourself in front of those audiences that need to take learning experiences from you. And so it positions your voice, your brand, and your expertise in those audiences because they have to take those continuing education credits in order to maintain their certification. And as you well know, that's your livelihood. So you don't want to fall short on that. Exactly. And I also know that many coaches are in that position to be able to provide real value through training. So certainly we do, we coach, but many of us either supplement or part of our business has to do with training and educating. Exactly. Exactly. And so many coaches overlook that value proposition because, you know, you're out there in the world and you're trying to get customers and clients who have to make a choice. Is it budget? There's a number of hurdles to to overcome in order for you to acquire them as a client. But in this specific market sector, they have to take education and they have to take an experience, whether it's live or online or virtually like this in Zoom, which is great. So why not take it from you? Absolutely. So if I was building a program for accreditation, what kinds of things should I be thinking about? So it all depends on which industry market sector that you really want to showcase your talent and your expertise in. And so lots of times what I do when we're engaging with new subject matter experts like yourself, Meg, and I'll just use you as an example, we look at your followers and who already knows, likes, and trusts you. Because we know that consistently, people who know, like, and trust you will do business with you already. And so we look at, okay, who's in your wheelhouse? Who are those people who know, like, and trust you? And surprisingly enough, I can say that because I've worked with so many different experts who have, you know, 1,000 people who know and like trust or have 100,000 consistently most people don't know who their followers are. And it's really important to really understand and segment your email lists and your followers based on industry. Then once you determine what industry, then we find out, are there continuing education requirements in that specific industry? So for instance, certified financial planners, for instance, they have to in Canada and and in the U.S. take X amount of hours of continuing education every year. So if you've got a lot of financial advisors in your markets, in your following database, then that's the perfect arena to position you for continuing education. Excellent. So how might people figure out who sort of is in their tribe? Okay, well, so I have a free download workbook workbook you're welcome to use and I know Meg you'll you'll give the uh, that'll be posted on our resource page absolutely Absolutely. so you can download that and that will help you kind of start to navigate through some of the 
things to consider in your following. So LinkedIn is a really good example of how to find out who's your tribe and who's your followers because we all live on LinkedIn and LinkedIn really truly is where the professionals are, right? Right. So we can use the back end of that to actually learn who your connections are and then segment them by like certified financial planner. Put in the keyword CFP and then all the people that you know that are certified financial planners that are directly related to you come up in your list. And there you go. You've got your prospects. Excellent. So when we determine who that tribe is, what are some good ways to figure out what kind of content to offer them? Very good question. So in each industry, there's different core competencies. So we talked about ICF. So you've got 24 core competencies. Well, in the HR industry, for instance, great place for coaches to live in because every HR is in, is the decision maker typically for the organization. And the organization has leadership teams and management teams that you want to coach. So in that particular instance, there's a number of different core competencies that aren't the same as what is in coaching. But then we would match them. And so you have to start to navigate through what are those competencies. And that's what we do at Extra Credits Best. Okay. So you kind of help look at. So if somebody were to use your company and say, this is the market that I want to get after, how can we create the best content for them? You have some ability to create that clarity. Absolutely. So as coaches, you already deliver session materials on a regular basis. So you're always, you know, whether it's a one-to-one client or it's a one-to-group or what have you, you're always delivering your session materials. You already usually have the foundation or the outline already kind of devised as to what that's going to look like. So if you have a four-hour workshop, for instance, Meg, Meg, what's the last four-hour workshop that you delivered? Gosh, coaching is a leadership style. Okay, so leadership. So leadership is a core competency in the HR industry. And so the the box is about this thick, I'm not going to lie, and that's their competency. So then what we do is we'll say, okay, this is the leadership, these are the learning objectives, this is description, what is the HR professional going to learn? And then we determine what core competencies match, and then we submit it to SHRM and HRCI and here in Canada, CPHR, and then they determine do those competencies match, and then voila, you're accredited. Then you go back out to the world and, and magically you now have continuing coaching education or continuing education credits for professional development. That's excellent. So what's neat in that is that it's like my focus tends to be ICF. I work a lot yeah. with coaches that tends yeah. to be my wheelhouse, but you could conceivably work with somebody who has a program like my program coaching as a leadership style and be able to pin it, protect. I mean, if, if I realized that I had other professionals in my tribe that I didn't realize that I did, but if I did the <laughs> research and, and discovered that I did, yeah. then it we could like, potentially link it up with yeah and, and expand your market basically is what exactly I so you know you're already in one industry and you want to grow your influence in another and you want to grow your influence with something that you know that they immediately need because we know any sales guru out there grant cardone tom hopkins any of them will tell you you have to fill a need first and foremost that get over that objection price is never the objection it's what do they need initially And so, of course, they need continuing education. There's no question. And they have to do, you know, think about HR industry. There's 245,000 SHRM, SCP, and CPs in the U.S. alone. Okay? Wow. 
and they all have to get 40 hours every, I believe it's three years. So imagine how, like if you could get 1% of that market, how your business would explode and they have to take it. They don't have a choice. So you talked about, there's many different ways to deliver that content. What are some of the different ways that you see successfully implemented to, to bring these kinds of trainings forward? So there's three different ways that you can deliver professional development training, obviously, most would know it's either virtually, like Zoom, like the platform we're using today, or like webinar based or a web class or live in person at a conference or one to one session. And lots of times coaches forget that that one to one session is still a course. It's still material that's valid and associated with continuing education professional development. So that one person could get continuing education credits or professional development credits. And of course, in the industry, depending on what industry you're in, they, they say it many different ways, but it's either PDCs or CEUs or CUs or what have you. So yes, that's how you, that one particular session. So you've got sessions, one-to-one, you've got group coaching, you've got conferences, you've got virtual training, like online training options, and then you've got your web classes and your webinars. One of the big things that I find with coaches, Meg, that when I'm dealing with them or subject matter experts, mentors, seminar trainers, leaders, is that they often forget that there's multiple different ways to deliver deliver this option. And so when you're building your funnels for your business, your coaching business, you know, what suits one particular organization or one particular client may not suit the other person when it comes to delivery methods. And everybody learns differently. So when you are getting accredited, do you have to say, I'm only going to deliver it this way? Or does your content get accredited and then you can deliver it however you want? Well, that's a very good question. So it's there's different ways. So if if you are delivering content in a virtual training platform, like an LM, a learning management system, usually the accrediting body looks at that differently and their criteria for approval is different than if it was a live session because they have to test measuring. And that's really important. How do you learn in that environment? What's your testing component? And of course, in virtual training, it looks very differently than it does in a classroom. Okay. So if if somebody were interested in and thinking, okay, there's different platforms that I might use, I would assume, and I've looked a little bit at the, what the ICF, I mean, because I'm yes. sending some, you have to kind of prove that people have been there and that they've participated. Yes. So do you have recommendations for like particular platforms that are easier to work with if you're needing to verify? I do. So typically, so I'll just talk about how our platform works specific to the International Coaching Federation. That's your, you know, coaches are where your audience lies. And I want you all to really understand how this works. So with our platform, we have a multi-million dollar platform that has actually been customized specifically for continuing education. And so what that means is that it's interactive in the, in the platform. So it's not just here's your video file, watch the video, and then answer questions. Lots of times in our courseware, there's learning paths. And so what it depends on what happens within that courseware determines how the path of learning takes. And you can take one course one time and then take that course again a second time and take a different learning path and the answers will be very different. 
And so what happens is after the courseware is done and your chapters are done, there's testing in the courseware. So it's interactive. So sometimes you'll be engaged in a conversation with with the like as a speaker with the audience uh-huh. and then what will happen is, is you'll ask them a question and based on their response right in the LMS determines what happens next and then the course is completed and then once it's completed you actually get certificates on the back end for each course and each certificate is addressed for each course's specific needs title member ID activity ID what have you for each accrediting body that we deal with and so our, our platform is very customized for continuing education. But that doesn't mean, Meg, that if you were working with Thinkific, for instance, or you were working with Coursera or any of those other platforms, we couldn't take those particular video files and actually bring it into our courseware or into our system and then deliver it for continuing education as well. So it just all depends on what platform suits your needs specifically. Okay. So lots of, lots of different options available. Um, But what I'm hearing your company does is sort of take away all of the, all of, I mean, like you part, if a coach would partner with you so that you could handle some of that stuff, like the certificates and the, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The stuff that so, can become really overwhelming. The criteria and yeah. Yeah, and so Lightspeed does have platforms for you to deliver to the whole wide world, obviously, and it can be very customized to your brand and your specific needs and your audience's needs, which is very unique in the LMS industry, by the way. But it is more expensive. It is the Cadillac of, of learning management systems. I'm not going to lie. It's not right. cheap to do. But you don't have to start there. You can start with programs like Thinkific and and Kajabi, and there's a number of them out there. So it just all depends on what your budget is and where you want to start. But it's all about the video files for us. So we can take those video files and make them interactive and do all kinds of things for you. Wow. So what, what about the other end? If I'm looking for a program to maybe take, uh, there's so many things out there. Continuing education can be spendy. So yep. what are some things that I might want to think about as I'm looking at gaining continuing education to know that it's a quality program that I'm investing in? Absolutely. So you always want to do your homework. It's a very good question to make. Do your homework and do your research on the subject matter expert who's delivering the continuing education or any training for that matter. Because really, if they haven't walked the talk and they don't stand behind what they're teaching, is it really going to be that valuable? How can they prove to you, Meg, you're an expert in your industry, and you can prove all day long that you walk the talk. I know that for sure. But there's other experts out there that might not necessarily be that way. So you really need to examine who's the expert, and are they successful in their business? And if they're successful in their business, and they're teaching you how to be a salesperson, for instance, or how to grow an audience or what have you, then they're probably the right expert. But if their success, they have no success track record, are they really an expert in that industry? Yeah, I remember another um, coach that I was interviewing had said that he was going to invest in a program about how to make a seven-figure practice or something like that. And he'd asked the instructor, well, how long have you had a seven-figure practice? And she said, I've never had a seven-figure practice. So I'm still working towards that or whatever, but I'm going to teach you how to do it. And he thought, well, 
that doesn't compute to me. Yeah. If, yeah. Exactly. And I'm not diminishing anybody because they might really be very good and they just right. haven't made that seven-figure income yet, right. but their content is really good. But from a from an overall perspective, when you don't know them, you don't like them, you don't trust them yet, right? Yes. That's that's the best best answer I can give is do your research before you invest. Excellent. So as we think about potentially putting training forward for people in the best platform to get them credits, because as you said, that's what people need. People need yeah. credits. So it doesn't really matter how awesome your training is. I mean, it does. That's yeah. a huge part. But well, you want them to buy again, right? Right. You don't right. Take months from you. <laughs> what I meant by that is that you might have this awesome training program but people also want, I mean, the first question yeah. I get asked is, what are the continuing educations for the credits yeah. for that? You know what, Meg, let's be real. People want to, you know, they take training and not everybody likes training. We don't jump up and down and say, woohoo, today I got it. I can't make $450 an hour because I got to take six hours of training. We don't do that, right? Yeah. We just right. don't do that. But we have to do it, right? right? So let's be real. First and foremost, it's all about the credits. What's the best price point? And we see it all day long. We have clients who come in and buy one course into our marketplace, but consistently the clients that buy from us don't buy just one course because the training is really good and our experts are phenomenal and they do walk the talk. That's really important. And so, of course, they come in needing the credits and then they go out with all this extra value on top of it. And that's so key. I mean, if my audience has heard me say once, they've heard me say a thousand times, we've got to bring value over and over again. You've got got to deliver even more value than you promise. And it's really important as a coach, when you're running your business, you want to monetize that value at the same time though, right? Because let's face it, we're all business owners. So it's really important. Yes, set aside all the learning and everything we've talked about, but you got to monetize your voice and what's in here, right? It's intellectual property and that's really important. How do you monetize it and how do you get it out to the world in the mass and create an influence? That's very, you know, that 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 is the the backbone behind your success, I would I would suspect, Meg. Right. So you talked about your free download that you're going to offer, and I appreciate yeah. that. And I know the audience will appreciate that. How can they then use that download to get closer to ultimately talk, achieving what we're talking about? Today? Absolutely. So once you, once you know, and, and there are some coaches that I've talked to and experts that automatically know, well, I eat, live and breathe in the financial market sector, or I eat, live and breathe in the insurance sector. So I'll give you an idea for the listeners who are going to be watching this. So massage therapists, accountants, certified financial planners, coaches, therapists, psychotherapists, psychotherapists, social workers, like it's not just your typical doctors and lawyers and real estate agents. There is a number. I mean, there's 200 professional designations, which are like your CPAs, your accountants, your lawyers, but there's hundreds of thousands of certifications out there that need continuing education. So one of the most important things I always say to my clients and my prospective clients is that never eliminate the possibility of somebody in the audience actually needing continuing education because you just don't know. They might. And they might have a, you know, you have a CPA, for instance, who's now the CEO of a company and doesn't regularly practice as an accountant. 
but he still maintains or she maintains that professional designation. So they still need continuing education. And as a coach, if you're giving them leadership session material, why not give them the value add at the same time? But if you don't know how to position it and tell them, you don't know. Okay. And so that will be available on our, the link will be available on the resource page. And Lisa, I know that you just have so much information to share. I think you've done a great job giving us an overview. I'm wondering if there's anything that I didn't ask you that you wish I had. Well, I think probably the most important thing is like you asked me about how do you use that tool afterwards? And one of the most important things is building, once you've decided what particular market sector that you really want to gain influence in, you want to start with the people that know and like trust you first. So if you've got a thousand people, Meg, that are coaches and you should be delivering continuing coaching education to them, that's where you should start. But if you're a coach who has, you know, a thousand massage therapists or a thousand dentists, then that's where you start and you learn what competencies are in that specific area and then you create your courseware and match the competencies accordingly. You don't have to come to us to do it. You just have to go and find the particular accrediting body that gives them the accreditation so that you can go become a CE provider or come to us and we'll help you simplify it for us and and move faster, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to come to us. But I do offer 30 minutes free as well to talk about your industry And just to position, what does that sales model look like for you? And you can walk away and do it yourself if you need to. The most important thing is just really understanding the value behind the education. And as a coach, you are in the perfect position to be able to deliver it. Excellent. Well, thank you. Thanks for giving us a view into a topic that I know sort of stumps people sometimes and, and holds them back from offering everything that they could because they just kind of see it as red tape and ah! well, there's so much paperwork because if you think about it so we're in 26 different industries now with like certifications and, and the plethora of in- paperwork that you have to go through and the submission process and everybody asks for things differently is a little bit crazy so we've systemized it a little bit but it doesn't say that it can't be done it can absolutely be done thank you it was a pleasure to learn from you today Thank you, Meg. It was a pleasure being with you. So I challenge each of you to think about what is it that's within your wheelhouse, within your expertise that you can use to help others grow and learn and maintain their professional licenses. I want to thank Lisa Patrick for helping us see how we can monetize our expertise and help other people grow and learn. If you'd like to know more about Lisa Patrick and about extra credits, be sure to visit our resource page at starcoachshow.com. In addition, Lisa has an upcoming masterclass around this very topic and how we can maximize what we do in our expertise to help others grow and learn. So check out show, the show notes or starcoachshow.com resource page to get the link to Lisa's upcoming masterclass. And she has a free webinar coming up this next month. So check the resource page and our show notes out for the link to Lisa's free web class on April 10th at 2 p.m. Mountain Time.
When you're on the Star Coach Show website, sign up for our ongoing book giveaway and be sure to grab one of the books by one of our fabulous guests. Next week, we have a show that is going to help all of us get on top of our organizational disasters that sometimes happen in our lives. We're all busy professionals, whether we're entrepreneurs or working within organizations. Maybe we're trying to work our day job and build a coaching practice, whatever you might be doing. Angela Andrews is going to give us some tools to help us organize our lives. So until next week, when I know you're going to want to join us to learn from Angela, this is Meg Rentschler, your host, wishing you the very best for your coaching success. We'll see you next week.